You're listening to Speak, Lord. I'm Ryan Rogers. It's the second week of January, the time of year when goals are set, and the time of year when goals are already being abandoned. I invite you to think differently about goals. Think of them in two categories, who goals and do goals. I first heard these terms on the Craig Groeschel Leadership Podcast. Craig put out several episodes on habits at the start of the new year, 2022, and I recommend his teaching. In episode 104, he mentions who goals and do goals. Who goals are who we want to become. Do goals are what we want to get done. So I kept thinking about that, partly because it's fun to say. Who goals and do goals. Who goals and do goals. It's like oodles and oodles, but who goals and do goals. So it's stuck. But the other reason I kept thinking about it is that I had a question. Which is more formative? Who or do? Who we are shapes what we do. And what we do shapes who we are. Both are true. I agree with something I've heard Craig Groeschel say. We become what we repeatedly do. It's true. Habits build our identity. If you are disciplined in the act of study, you eventually might become a scholar. The reverse is true. Our identity shapes what we do. If you are a scholar, you're the type of person who will have behaviors like writing academic papers. Habits shape identity, and identity drives behavior. There's some level of circular influence here. Who shapes do, and do shapes who. Both are important. But which one is more formative? I'm going to read the first 10 verses of Ephesians 2. Listen for the who and the do. Notice every time it speaks of identity and every time it speaks of behavior. Ephesians 2, verse 1 through 10. And you were dead in your trespasses and sins, in which you once walked when you followed the course of the world, following the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that is now at work in the sons of disobedience. Among them we all once lived in the passions of our flesh, carrying out the desires of the body and the mind, and were by nature children of wrath, like the rest of mankind. But God, being rich in mercy, because of the great love with which he has loved us, even when we were dead, in our trespasses, made us alive together with Christ. By grace you have been saved, and raised us up with him, and seated us with him in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus, so that in the coming ages he might show the immeasurable riches of his grace and kindness toward us in Christ Jesus. For by grace you have been saved through faith, and this not of your own doing. It is the gift of God, not the result of works, so that no one may boast. For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. So what did you hear more of? Who or do? Identity or behavior? These verses are dominated by the who. They root our good works in our identity in Christ. 
they present the do flowing out of the who. There is some of both right at the beginning. We see who we are and that we were dead in our sins. And we see what we did and that we followed the course of this world. But the major teaching on the who comes in the middle of the text when Paul describes our identity in Christ. We are loved. We are made alive. We are saved. We are raised up with Christ. We are seated with him in the heavenly places. And this is not of works. It is not by what we do. It is who we are. And not the who that we naturally are, but who we are in Christ. So my question was, which is more formative, who or do? The most formative reality is who we are in Christ. But then the verse teaches that the do is important too, and it flows out of our identity in Christ. We are God's workmanship created in Christ Jesus to do good works. So this is the biblical pattern. First who, then do. It is because we are loved by Jesus and saved by his grace, and that is who we are, that we become a person whose life is filled with good works. Consistently in scripture, the who drives the do. A good tree bears good fruit. Out of the overflow of the heart, the mouth speaks. Mary was focused on the who. Martha was focused on the do. When Jesus called his 12 disciples, he called them to the who before the do. Listen to this, Mark 3:14, And he appointed 12 that they might be with him and that he might send them out to preach. Being with him is the who and going out to preach is the do. The who comes first. Our identity in Christ is the greatest driver of positive behavior. There's a phrase that was embedded in me through repetition in university. It is that ministry flows out of being. See, ministry is not forced out of doing. It flows out of being. Hoogles and doogles, both are important. Go ahead and make some doogles. Do you want to exercise three times a week? Do you want to organize your garage before summer? Do you want to serve regularly in your church? Do you want to attend church more regularly? Do you want to finally finish painting the basement? Those are all do goals, and they're all good. But for deeper change, set a who goal. And the root of that who goal is your identity in Christ. Who do you want to become in 2023? What promise of Christ will you start believing about your identity? How will you step into that identity that Jesus has for you? Do you want to become a patient parent, a passionate leader, a loving spouse? Do you want to live forgiven, purified, disciplined, in love with Jesus? Who is God calling you to become? God's focus is consistently on character over accomplishment, on attitude over action, on being over doing. So set a who goal and let that inform all your do goals. What is your who goal for 2023? How is God speaking to you?
Speak, Lord. Your servant is listening. Thank you for listening to Speak, Lord. You can find more of Speak, Lord at PastorRyanRogers.com or by searching for Speak, Lord wherever you get podcasts.